0: This is Jim, and welcome to Second Chance Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to Second Chance, a event preview. I don't know what I call this. It's not a rally. It's not a ride. It's Chad Burke and Chad Burke's Building Gather. How you doing, my guy? Uh, how are things out there in Kalamazoo? You guys get much snow this week
1: yet? Uh, we haven't gotten any snow, and as it looks right now, it doesn't look as though we'll be getting any for the event either. Nice. according to the current, um, forecast.
0: Yeah. I woke up to like an inch or so, and I was like, where oh, the fuck, fuck did this come from? But it's going to be 40 something this Thursday and I'm going to get out and ride. Cause I kind of got my basic Hobbit kind of all relined out and I just, I just got to ride it. Like I've got, I kind of had a thing where I didn't want to play mopeds at all. And now I'm like itching to ride a little bit. So can I get I'll put a few miles on a 50 degree day. Um, but yeah, you Chad Building Gather wanna for those who don't know, everybody probably knows by now, but wanna give a little bit of history, background of Building Gather. Or do you want to introduce yourself as well? I'm sorry, i just we <laughs> kind of chatted before and whatever.
1: No worries. Um, yeah, so uh I'm Chad Burke. Uh, I've been doing mopeds for a little over thirty-five, thirty-six years um i've got a shop called quarter kick um i've been hosting an event now uh called chad burke uh community building well chad burke moped gosh i'm i'm dipping <laughs> up right now um it used to it, the first year of its iteration it was called moped community build and gather and so um then it the second year, the community renamed it to Chad Burke Building and Gather. There we yeah, go.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Got it all out now. So, <laughs> right so um, the event, this is the 13th year of the event. Um, we had one year off where uh, we were moving the whole shop. Mm-hmm. We had one year um, in 21 where we were virtual uh, due to COVID but mm-hmm. all in all uh we haven't missed uh but the one when we were moving out of since the uh first time it started back in 2010 yeah. so the whole premise is i have space i have knowledge i have tools and some people have all of those things and some people have maybe one or two or maybe they don't have any of those things currently Mm -hmm. and so the whole thought process was I could host an event at my shop people could utilize the tools I had the space I had and then my knowledge as well as all the knowledge of anyone else attending the event Mm -hmm. and they could grow their skill sets or they could build a bike they wouldn't otherwise be able to build they and then they could also just hang out with friends that during the winter you don't normally get to see up here in the north so uh that was the kind of premise that it started under and then as I've moved forward over the years like in 2014 I got I built my first powder coating oven and added powder coating to it Um, in 2012, I had welding, um, that added to it. Um, so I've, I've added a lot of different services over the years. I, I have a vinyl plotter, which doesn't get utilized as often as I would hope during the event, but I'm going to try and set up a a better station this year for the vinyl plotters. So if people want to make custom, like vinyl (laughs) details or that, they can, um, was that I, your
0: it, vinyl plotter that Mars was using last year, or was that his that he used? He brought
1: a little one. Yeah, I, yeah, I, like yeah. I've got a thirty-four inch vinyl plotter.
0: Okay, so you got a little bigger boy. Yeah, there there can yeah. definitely be. I'm not. I'm, there can be some fun late at night with those vinyl plotters.
1: Yep, and uh, <laughs> the nice thing is the the software. It's just a free software, and it's actually pretty user friendly. And it will basically trace like most images. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so it, you you can uh get it to cut a lot of stuff out, but yeah, um but then uh with the with the moving into this new building um two years ago, it's been a lot of trying to get things back in order to where yep. they were at the old shop as well as make it better.
0: Well, I so. know last year you got – you had a lot of great progress getting stuff moved, and then you had bakers, and then you had your health scare, which is still kind of an ongoing situation. But, like, this year I see all the progress, and I know you've held back on some of it. You've been really awesome on your personal uh, Facebook page, like, showing everybody and in the, in the CBG uh, event space page, whatever I'm screwing that up, yeah. like kind of giving some updates, but like kind of run people through a little bit of what you've been working on the last couple months now.
1: Um, so over the last couple of months, there's been a few things, uh, that were spurred from last year's event. So, um, in the downstairs studio, the upstairs lounge, and the repair area. Um, there's no smoking, no vaping, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but, um, and then as far as the building on a whole, there's no cigarette smoking in the entire building. All cigarette smoking should be outside, Mm -hmm. but in the warehouse space, um, I have always allowed pot smoking and vaping. Mm -hmm. So last year uh i had a guy that was local that was attending the event and he was having a good time and everything but he had asthma mm. and the warehouse area which was where most of the stuff goes on um was getting a little hazy and so he had to dip out and that kind of like made me feel like i could do things a little better and so Instead of telling everyone they can't vape and smoke pot in the um, warehouse, what I've done is I've built a four foot by three foot by two foot air filtration unit that I'm hoisting up into the ceiling right on. Um, to help pull those um, fumes and stuff out of the air. Um, I also installed a ceiling fan, which is both to mix the air up and mm-hmm. to push the heat down because the ceiling is 24 feet tall. Yeah, um, I know
0: last year you, I mean, things were tight. You guys just barely got the heat installed. Um, oh,
1: yeah. We installed the hanging furnace like yeah. the day before the, or day, <laughs> Thursday oh, of the Yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so...
0: Which, so that thing kicks out a lot of heat and helped out that area quite a bit, and that fan's going to be awesome to push that heat down.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, already we've used it some while getting stuff in order, and it really makes the overall space more evenly heated. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's a total of three different furnaces in this building. So there's mm-hmm. a furnace that controls the um, downstairs studio and the upstairs lounge. There's a furnace that's for the repair room and powder coating area, and then there's the hanging furnace. So, uh, in general, there should never be a time where you can't find a warm space. But over last year's event, I kept the whole building right around 60, 65 at a bare minimum. And I think it was
0: very comfortable. I'll say that, Chad. Like, and I'm talking about your big warehouse area. Like, I was never cold at all
1: yeah it's the area that didn't have as good of air circulation so Mm -hmm. so uh i've i've been working on stuff like that to make it to where um it doesn't get hazy in the shop and everyone can hang out in that area without being bothered by the 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 smoke and stuff um i've uh Patrick Patrick uh, bought a, a hot dog machine. So Hell we're gonna have yeah.
0: judging think, you. I'm judging you all. I think, <laughs> yeah.
1: So I think it fits like twelve hot dogs or something like that. Nice. We'll keep we'll them going, Chad. Don't worry. And everything. Um, and then I'm I'm gonna have a little better food station set up this year than last year's. Uh we'll have that coffee pot that you you uh bought <laughs> to replace the one that I had that got a leak. Yeah. Um, hey man, that's what
0: we, I do. If you guys don't have coffee bots, I'm going to go to your local uh, thrift store and thrift get you thrift. the nice yeah. church one.
1: Yep. Uh, since last year, I've installed about 12, uh, 12 parts shelves that I had at the old shop. I finally got them up here. Mm-hmm. And so that's about 100 feet of shelving as far as horizontal and then there's uh they're 10 feet tall i think eight or ten but um so a lot of a lot of uh parts have gotten pulled down not necessarily orderly right now but we've gotten a lot of parts off the pallet racking that was up there last year within just the past couple of weeks uh we've also um by the time the event starts we will have gotten a total of 60 bikes off the ground and onto the pallet racking that were on the floor last year okay so there's going to be a lot more open space in the warehouse area Mm -hmm. um i also uh got for patrick but everyone gets to partake of it uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade machine. Yes, yeah. So um, that'll be out with the two pinball machines and the Radical Biker arcade machine. Uh, The Coca-Cola machine will have uh, at least two or three different types of um, beer like PBR and Ham's or Schlitz or something. It'll also have uh, Coca-Cola and... LaCroix or LaCroix, depending on how you pronounce it. Uh, I,
0: st- I still, the one and only time I've had LaCroix in the last 30, any kind of bubbly water was Patrick when I was broke down in Arkansas. I was <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> bless so, you too for drinking that stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. um I've also cleaned up more areas for sleeping. So there's, Pretty much the whole shop is game for sleeping. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a service corridor um, where one of the furnaces is that last year a few people slept in. And it was less than desirable, the atmosphere. It was still dirty and there was a lot of stuff up there. Um, since then, I've cleaned that up and and kind of made it a, a, a lot nicer uh, there's a power strip in there now for people to charge their phones. I've added a lot more power stations or power areas in the yeah. warehouse because the warehouse is lacking in power supply and I'm slowly getting there. Um, so there's there's a nice like area to sleep um, in that service corridor. And then in the lounge, that's a place where a lot of people slept last year, which is still available for sleeping. But this year, I'm hoping that if people want to sleep during the day, there's also a back part- portion of the lounge that's like a six by 20 room that um, that now is set up for sleeping. It's got uh, heat getting pulled into it from the main room and it has its own door. So it it shuts. It's quiet. And uh, that's where I'm going to try and funnel people either there or to the service corridor for sleeping during the daytime so that if other people want to come up and enjoy the lounge, which has like three big couches, two big chairs, a 65-inch TV, Roku box, yeah, it's a real good place if someone's getting like anxious or overstimulated mm-hmm. and just needs to decompress, they can come up here and chill. There's also a bathroom. We're not gonna up let Chris.
0: Here. We're not gonna let Chris take over the upstairs lounge <laughs> this year.
1: Yeah. So there's there's also a bathroom up here. There's a stove. Is there? With the I never knew that. Yeah. A lot of people didn't know that. The, the, <laughs> nice, the nice bathroom is up here. I, ah. Although both bathrooms are quite nice now. Yes. But yeah, there's a, a bathroom with a sink and a mirror, and um, the shower isn't hooked up yet. But at some point, I'll get to that. Um, but no, the bathroom up here has a ventilation fan and uh, bidet. Well, now both bathrooms have bidets upstairs Ooh, and down. You
0: had to get the fancy um,
1: for us. And then also, I uh, that that bathroom I installed under the stairs last year that I broke through the wall and um, put together. Mm-hmm. It now has a toilet sink. Yeah, which I I shared some stuff on on Facebook about that, but. Um, so now it, when you flush the toilet, the water will kick on to fill the tank and it goes through a faucet. Mm-hmm. And so people can wash their hand at that station and then um, it'll turn itself off when the tank is full. Yeah. So it stays on for about 30 seconds. I timed it. The okay. only thing is I might have to keep an eye on people that, some people might want to turn it off yeah, and that actually turns the water off that fills the tank.
0: <laughs> uh, might have to hang a sign or something up there for them.
1: I, I always wonder if people can read those. So that's dangerous. So it, it gets scary. Yeah. Reading is I, scary. I, I might, I might just have to figure out either like taping the, the handle so you can't turn it or something. I don't know. That's really uh much lower down on the, uh, the, the, to do right yeah now. the
0: priorities um i want to talk about like your air compressor powder coating setup like it looks yeah. like you've done a lot of work with that as well chad
1: yep so uh last year it was down and dirty um we weren't even hooked up to a tank no um, this we were running right off the screw compressor which was horrible for moisture in the lines and everything This year, um, I've actually rebuilt the screw pump. I just uh, did that uh, about three weeks ago. Okay. Um, So that's got new oil water separator, new oil filter, new air filter, new pre-filter. Nice. Really working well and new oil. Um, And then I've plumbed it into the tank that goes to it. Mm
2: -hmm. Then
1: the tank is plumbed into... uh, airlines that have kind of a, a manifold I've created um, that I put together and that helps separate the water out. And then that runs into a uh, oil separator and then a carbon filter and then a desiccator. Nice. Yeah. So all of that um, is before it goes to the first sandblaster or the powder coating or any mm-hmm. of that. So that really improved the The quality both for the Mm sandblasting as well as for um the 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 powder um air quality so the 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 parts for the bike have been turning out really well i did all the powder coating um for that last weekend so the bike is fully powder coated um i'll be uh trying my hand at the um first uh custom seat cover i've ever done because it's the vinyl on it is so brittle and old it cracks like glass
0: oh yeah i yeah they they're all getting doesn't matter what you got now these bikes are getting old enough where they're all getting pretty pretty funky
1: yeah so i uh i bought some vinyl i actually bought a, a sewing machine I'm going to give it a go and see if I can make that come together. If not, I'm pretty good at hand sewing. So in a pinch, I'll just do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to see if I can't make the, the sewing machine work. And um, I've got the old panels from the old seat, So I'm going to try and use that to make a, a pattern. Um, and then the bike has a, I've swapped out the Carabella Kickstart engine for a Minarelli Kickstart engine. Mostly because Carabellas have wider transfers than Mineralis, so they can only use Carabella cylinders, mm-hmm. So by putting a Minarelli on it, it opens it up to where people can easily put whatever they want on it as far as the cylinder goes. Now, the, the bike will be equipped with a Polini kit, so it'll be already set up with a nice uh, cylinder and everything. Um, and it'll it'll be pretty tip top. Uh, I'm, I'm putting I'm putting new bearings in the wheels. Um, I've sandblasted and powder coated the wheels and everything as well. So uh, it's gonna roll real nice. It's gonna uh, look real nice, and uh, it should make someone a really cool, fun little bike. And it's it's a all of my events I try and raffle off. A rare bike, so this yep. is a, a bike that you're just not gonna see many places in the u s or if you bring it to a rally and the nice thing is outside of someone that is flying in for this event, mm-hmm. if you win this bike, even if you're in like a little car it's you're gonna be hard pressed to not be able to have space for this because this bike just doesn't take up a lot of space
0: that's awesome. so
1: it, it's really, really cool um I also put some new gloves on the sandblasting cabinet. So, the ones that were on it last year were uh, pretty pretty worn. <laughs> that. so, uh, that's yeah, that's that... all in really good uh, shape. Nice. Assembled... Yeah, that's definitely
0: can be a consumable item on that. Um, now, yeah. right now, you're we got the sandblasting update and all that. Have you uh made a welding station yet in your new shop or are you...
1: I've got a welder and it's hooked up and and functional. Okay. Um it's not the best station yet. Um okay. I can move I have to move a table over that uh right now because I was trying to keep wire cuz it's so expensive for wire mm-hmm. nowadays. Um, it's hooked up to a wire that's right up near the garage door in the powder coating area.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I don't know if I'll get the opportunity to, uh, run us, uh, some wire to where I want it to be ideally in the future. Um, I'm thinking of running some wire right up to where the, uh, ovens wire comes out and then over the doorway and and pop it through the wall there and have mm-hmm. it right when you come through the flaps into the warehouse, have it right there. So in the future that's where I would like it to be. Uh but that's one of the few things I haven't gotten done yet because I've got to see if I've got a length of um 240 volt, you know, gauge, 10 gauge or whatever gauge it was, uh wire to run it.
0: Well what but do you we'll talk? We've got a bunch of stuff at work we're getting rid of. I'll uh-huh. see if I can just I mean, obviously you're not gonna do it that weekend. That's fine. But like yeah. if I can throw you some stuff that we have laying around, I'll see what I can do. Um
1: yeah, I've got a nice welder, and like I said, it is functional. It's a it's a Miller Matic one eighty. Um it's a MIG welder. Yeah. Uh it, it lays down nice speeds, so yeah. It, um, it it will still be available for people to use.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it sounds like you're getting stuff laid out more and more. I mean, you guys, this is a huge facility, and Rome isn't built in a day either. I mean, Chad's got a lot of great help, but, you know, it's still people's volunteer time, Chad's time. I mean, it's. I'm really excited for this year. I'm actually going to bring some wheels to Powder Coat, and I just ordered my powder. So I was going to try I I've, I've got an idea. I've got an idea for some stuff. Um, Nothing too exotic, but... Uh, it's going to be a fun time. So you talked about your raffle bike, and obviously you probably got treats and Dose and everybody hooking you up with the stuff they always do. You always have fun stuff at the raffle. Um, yeah,
1: so so as far as the raffle stuff right now. Sorry, so folks, I had I had
0: somebody at my door. We just, we're back going again. Yeah.
1: So currently uh, I've got Dose sending um, raffle prizes to us uh, uh, Treats has donated a set of Honda Hobbit mags. Nice. Uh, also, uh, a front spoke disc wheel um, and caliper. A built well, uh, oh, I'm going to forget the model. Um, it, it's a built well full face uh, extra large helmet.
0: You know what? I'm going to win that because I need a helmet because somebody stole my helmet. <laughs> Dude, somebody stole my helmet out of my vehicle.
1: Oh, shit. That yeah. sucks
0: they went through my vehicle and like left tools and everything else. But I know I had my helmet in there. It's like, what the fuck? Like,
1: wow. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a a black helmet. So it's very, uh, it it won't draw attention. Like my orange (laughs) helmet that Patrick is convinced, uh, is why I get, uh, draw the attention of cops on, uh, (laughs) bakers last year. Uh,
0: I I'm convinced I probably caused some light ruckus, but you know it's generally the because i got to thinking about this it's generally the person in the lead causes the noise the person behind them yeah. gets it well yep. sam remember sam a couple of years ago she was yeah. going through uh whatchamacallit uh wyoming jackson hole and i got pulled over yeah. And I was telling that story to some coworkers the other day. I go, yeah, I'm getting read the right act. And all of a sudden one person passed by the fucking Chad Burke passed by. And they asked me who it was. Never seen him before in my life. <laughs>
1: <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so there's that helmet and then uh moped seat dude on Instagram is uh, sending a couple of seats our way. Um, awesome. And, and so that's cool. That's a new, uh, donor and then moped division has donated uh some some uh, money and has a, a a code well they they donated money for me to order parts um and then they they also have a uh, code that's good for an entire month for just the event for 15 percent off everything on their website
0: that's awesome
1: uh, and and then i've got i've got some fun stuff of from my personal stash, stash, like I've got a metal, uh lunchbox that that's the cyclist
2: okay. and it's
1: got mopeds on it. And that it's really cool. Nice. Um, I've got a uh, add on like ultra grande moped rack um, that has like saddleback holders on the side that I'm going to throw in. And then we will, we'll also have our, uh, Adult Mystery Fun Box, which we've been doing for well over a decade for the event. So that's where there's adult toys that yeah, people yeah. get to peek their <laughs> hand into and pull out prizes.
0: Right on. Maybe I will try to hit uh, an state seal or two on my neck of the woods and see what hams swag I can pick up because... <laughs> Yeah, they they issued that stuff around here. Where I'm like like oh, I saw okay. people. I'm like a block from the original Hams brewery. So oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um but no, dude, this is going to be a great time. Uh, yeah, I'm actually I'm actually going to do work this year. Uh nice. I know I know there's a bunch of people from the East Coast flying in. Uh yep. I I'm dr- I'm going to drive in this year. Uh I think I might pick up a bike from Andy's. Got anyways, now my is going I got to pick up some stuff uh get some stuff powder coated just see people like you said that's what it felt it didn't feel like a lot of people were building it all i mean there's powder coating last year but it was a lot of people just wanting to get together
1: yeah yeah and it's it's an opportunity for do to you to do whatever you want Yep, like you can build bikes you can build engines you can build yep. friendships yeah. um it, it, it's a full range of like as as productive or as chill as you want for a whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have a ton of different powder coat colors that are, are up, for, up for grabs for people as well. If They get here and they decide like last minute that they want to do something like last year. We had a guy that um, he decided last minute that he was going to powder coat his wheels for his bike.
0: Yeah. So John Esty, like I helped him pick out yep, that orange that just definitely. got donated was Perfect.
1: Yep. So so yeah, there are there are a lot of different powders, but if you have a specific theme or color in mind, it is best to um to order those ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And then for people that are bringing stuff that needs to see be sandblasted, I highly recommend to go to Consolidated Stripping, which is just out of Kalamazoo in Plainwell, and uh, they have. Booths that you can rent, and they have a like high dollar system, so you can really strip stuff a, a lot quicker than you can at the shop if you've got a lot of stuff and that. So and, and plus the, they the other... they have
0: the right stuff, to, and Chad's got a really good setup. But like they've got the right stuff to do it, and everybody knows how tough some of those finishes can be that you can do it in a hand cabinet like Chad's, but like it just takes a little bit longer. And like exactly what Chad was saying, if you got more than one thing. Man, just go there, get it done. John. That's what John Esty did. I think mm-hmm. it took them longer of drive time than it did to actually strip the wheels there.
1: Yeah, it's about 25 minutes each way to get there. Yep. Um, But the the other thing is they also have cabinets that are large enough to turn frames and stuff around. My cabinet, you can get frames in, but some of those angles and that are just a lot harder to get to, whereas theirs is so big you can twirl the frame. And yeah. their their cabinet, so it definitely is beneficial to utilize that. And they 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 have come to expect people to come out there during the event, but it doesn't hurt to call them. Um, and I I can uh, add a link to the the event page and share that just so that people can touch base.
0: Yeah, and I know like last year he was staying open late for people because it was kind of the thing. People, if people are still here I'll stay open so like that he, yeah th- they worked with them really well last year so yeah we kind of touched the base we got the bike we got the gifts we got the stuff that's going on want to throw out the dates again Chad
1: yeah yeah so it starts next week Thursday uh December 14th and it runs to December 17th and people can come whatever days they want uh registration you'll you'll enter through the front gray door and uh you register you'll get your wristband you'll get your t-shirt um if you pre-registered you're guaranteed to get the shirt size that you wanted if you didn't pre-register you either we either run out of shirts or you end up getting a, a different shirt size that we've got <laughs> left, and that but uh we have a really uh, great guy that we got we usually get the shirts printed from locally and he just does an amazing job, and the shirts are super comfy. Uh, and also this year, last year, both doors lock on the building. When you leave, walk out. And this year, I fixed the front door so I can lock it open so that people can come and go without, like, having to know a code or leave stuff open or that. I still
0: remember showing up at, like, 3 or 4 in the morning in, on your one door with the voice, the ring doorbell Patrick yeah. had a voice distortion on it. I scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
1: got a couple of different voices on it, and now we have those doorbells both at both doors. So okay,
2: yeah.
1: Now, now there's that, but the the front door will be open, and and people can come and go out of there uh, pretty easily. So it's it's definitely come a long way. And I mean, the old space I was in for fourteen years. Yep so getting this space even to the point where it's at now in just two has been a lot of work and i i mean there are people in town that have helped a lot but patrick has really gone above and beyond sometimes it's just me and him we put last night we put 30 bikes up on the rack just him and i
2: yeah
1: uh so so he's definitely been there for me and he does a lot of work with the shirt design and the coordinating all the shirt sizes and registration and that. So he, I couldn't, I couldn't hope for a better partner when it comes to, to uh, the event. Yeah. One, one you guys like are just an
0: awesome couple and compliment each other so well. It's yeah. fun being around both of you. Um, I can't wait to be there. I'm going to be taking off uh, work next Thursday. I'll be leaving Minnesota probably around 536. 36. Might have a okay. little stay over in Chicago. We'll see, but I'll be there sometime in the morning,
1: Friday yeah, morning. Yeah, I'll so. even be getting a new bike during the event. What? I said I'll even be getting a new bike bike during the event. Uh-oh, what are you getting? Uh, Well, I went down to the dose sale, uh-huh. which was amazing. And if anyone yep. has the opportunity to go to the dose sale, they're talking about possibly doing another one in the spring. Ooh. You can get some great rare bikes for awesome prices um but I was able to bring back the handful that I'd originally planned on buying like uh for myself, which was maybe like six or that um and then I brought a bunch back for like the uh moped Brothers Club and some some other people. But there were so many bikes bought by people in the Midwest that they had, (laughs) I think they shipped four or five pallets worth of bikes up to Toledo. Mm -hmm. And after I'd already loaded everything, Blake was talking to me about a bike and he's like, oh, I've got one of those because I bought a new old stock Garelli three-speed hand shift motor from those cycles like four or five years ago. (laughs) And it's just been sitting on my shelf, but it turns out it doesn't fit a normal Gorelli. It's longer.
0: Imagine that. A one-off. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So um, I was talking about that engine and Blake was like, oh, well, actually we have the Team Gorelli 3V that that goes on. If you'd be <laughs> interested, we could talk about it. So I ended up uh, getting a three speed uh Burelli nice frame I, well it's it's the whole bike minus the exhaust and um it's got a seized motor yeah so i just i just take my motor and throw it on I and i looked at i looked at the od- odometer on it and it ha- had like uh 29000 something Kilometers, so that's like wow. eighteen thousand miles. Yeah, it so got road. That bike. So yeah. I, I'm looking forward to to getting that bike, uh, and and getting to check it out in person because I didn't really do too much other than just a, a quick look over there. So yeah. I think a lot of people are going to be getting getting new bikes or leaving with bikes that look like new.
0: Um, what? I wonder what's ever going to become of uh, what's his name who was touring the U.S. Uh yeah. Like I know it's sitting at your place, but I wonder if he forgot about it or what.
1: I I don't know. So so he I doubt he forgot about it. Yeah. the The issue is what will come of it. I mean, uh, I guess only time will tell. Because yeah, it's it's still in the shop. Um, yeah. and bone stock. And I <laughs> guess it, I I haven't heard it run, but I guess it runs. Yeah. So, <laughs> too um, funny. Yeah. Um, so it's just sitting here.
0: No, it's going to be a fun time. Everyone, if you have a chance, get out there, uh, do the deal, come build, gather and check out Kalamazoo. It's a fun and interesting town. Uh, Chad, thank you very much for coming on. Kind of giving everybody a sample a second chance, uh, giving everybody a sample of, Chad Burks, building together here on Second Chance of Moped Podcast, and don't forget, everyone, mopeds are dumb. See you, Chad.
1: Yep. Bye.